world. This is WDW Today. Thursday, August 19th, and this is episode 1731 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the Grease. And I don't know if you've seen the news, but well, your entire, dare I say, touring plan has changed due to the most recent announcements made by Walt Disney World. Let's start with one that is both a little slight change to our last episode, which we'll just cover. I think it's always good to tell people. I get a lot of text messages about this. Uh, mask changes. Has there been some mask changes? Terry, over the last like 48 hours, I believe, now outdoor attractions, outdoor lines uh, are now mask-free once again. Yeah, that was not the news I was expecting. I, when I saw mask updates, I was like, uh-oh, here we go. It but it's the opposite. does it feel like a weird time to be loosening restrictions. They but knew I have how a feeling people were going to be so. about the other news. They're like, Maybe let's throw so. them a bone. I think there's that. I think there's also heat-related issues that I have a feeling uh, likely would have happened. You are in mm. the hottest usual time in Orlando the first few weeks of August. Also, the slowest time. If anyone wants to stay in the Airbnb for like the next month, uh, it's available because this mm. is the only time we've had in 12, 15, since the shutdown last March that we've had openings because this is historically the slowest time back to school people are headed people are not vacationing right now they're at least waiting until the fall so we are in a very slow moment you doing a uh, bogo perks bogo oh, pick your perks I mean, you know i'm not cutting <laughs> i mean sometimes you got to let the house breathe a little mm. like you know give some some give you got a leak over in the hot tub got to do a little patch patch you know stuff like that but let's talk about the most recent news and can someone share this in the group if you haven't already would you mind doing that on facebook uh, by the way, join our, our WDW Today Facebook group because you may not know, but right now it's been pretty lit up with comments, uh, whether that's the closure of what Will and I experienced, the NBA experience. We did. We had a fun time at it, right? Uh, right, if, January of 2020. The problem was everything in it you had to touch. It was a very touch-oriented. I mean, even yeah. like the stuff where there was no body, like human to deal with. It was like, touch this basketball. Right. Hold this trophy that doesn't move. I may have played basketball it, with gloves on the other day at Dave & Buster's, and I will tell you, that I'm not – if I'm not good at basketball to begin with, if you add on, like, plastic gloves, I mean, it's it was bad. I got, like, a three-pointer and two, you know, two-pointers. That was about it. Did you see the Minecraft game, though? Yeah. Everything was cool. They got some cool stuff there. Though. It's it's basically the horse racing thing, but but Minecraft. But Minecraft. We didn't play it. Hmm. There is a full. You get cards and you can upgrade. Them. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. There is a full Star Wars VR experience, which they ask you to wipe down before you get in. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> if I'm having to do that, like you like, wipe it down. If it's like, on you. <laughs> I mean, I I did it. I wore the gloves, but it is funny that like next to the VR station was a table with a big giant thing of sanitizer and a wipe. So I'm like, you know what? We're just gonna hard pass. Right now. So let's talk about the news of the day. And that was the last night. It somewhat expected, but maybe a much more aggressive swerve than we anticipated with the announcement of not only Disney Genie, which we knew was coming. I think they announced that maybe 2019 or 2020. Terry, Terry, it's been a while, right? It was a D23 whenever that was. It seems like that was 100 years ago. Yeah, but. and that was when the idea was essentially using our friend Lynn Testa's 
concept of touring plans, which was you're going to input how many, what rides you want to do, your family, and it's going to give you the best times to do them. That's still right. happening. That's free in some ways. But then they announced Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. Uh, by the way, that means just the term Disney Fast Pass no longer exists in the Walt Disney World lexicon, which it's been a good, what? I mean, that's been over 20 years. You had a good run. Yeah. When did paper Fast Passes start? I would, mid-90s? Late-90s? I remember getting them in the early 2000s. Yeah, I off. feel like somewhere around there. Yeah. It so, felt like they were new then, but it might not have been. It might have just been new to me. That's the first time we went back since we were kids. Yeah. 91. I'm trying to see when. I mean, how would I? Okay, here we go. Let's see. Disney Fast Pass, 1999. 22 wow. years in existence. Gone. And it is being replaced by Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. And we've all read the article. So mm. I'm just as confused as some of you on some of the specifics. But Terry, you've read it. Cut me off if I'm wrong. Essentially, Genie Plus, you pay $15 per person per day for them to optimize your day and use a sort of a like an algorithm, almost. an algorithm, but also a kind of a virtual, like, kind of like a fast pass line for that day. Is that correct? Well, it starts for free with Disney Genie. Right. I think this so is the that, most confusing part of it. Disney Genie is like touring get, plans. The Genie is ish. The Disney is free. The Genie is free. Um, and you get the list. I mean, I've got I've got the big the big graphic, the official how Disney is trying to explain it. And it looks like one of the you know I don't know if you remember this, but like growing up, like board game night, like when you try to play a game as a family, you looked at the instructions, put the put the put the instructions back on the box. And just decided to play Monopoly instead. That's what these instructions feel like. Because it's Genie, basic, it's free. The things that are, that it's Genie supposedly does is um, a tip board. It offers you itineraries. It gives you future forecasted wait times. Go ahead. The, a virtual assistant. Um, the the restaurant. The Genie. Yeah. Mobile order. And then virtual queues are through this as well. That's so, free. So that's more just like a My Disney Experience app. It's kind of like the touring plans model. The only difference is the queue system. Yeah. It, for, and that's, but it's the free version. Like, I want to go on that ride. I'm getting in the line. And, they and I'm assuming that, that's one at a time. That the Remy the Rats Ratatouille adventure thing will be exclusively virtual waiting, which, again, we've all said Great. we're all for. We're Great. all for as long time. as it can meet capacity yeah. like control, where it's not like everything isn't. Uh, rise the resistance where it's like, bump, hope you get on, spend thousands of dollars, maybe you won't get to ride the top tier attraction. As long as it's not like that, it's more like the Jimmy Fallon thing where you're guaranteed pretty much to get in, uh, which I think more <laughs> likely it will be just based on the way the ride is set up. Uh, but so that's that's the free version. <clears throat> then you move up to $15 a day. You okay, Terry? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I got all choked up over it. Yeah, I know you're emotional. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> It's $15 a day. This is where it gets confusing. Per person, per day. And that gets you what? It gets you lightning lane access for basically one ride at a time. The differentiator there is you the people in the parks. So if you're just a day guest going to the parks, you get them when you get to the parks. 
I'm not sure if it's going to be like once you've scanned in or if you're in proximity because like Rise was kind of working like people were having success getting it like from the friendship boat on the way over. Yeah. Hmm. So that is for the majority of the attractions to use what you would consider. Tell me if I'm wrong. A fast pass would be this $15 a day per person upgrade. Except for the Except latest for and greatest. The like top e-tickets. tier attractions. Or e-tickets plus, you want to call it. You yeah. know, like. Like Rise of the Resistance, the Millennium Falcon, the big ticket items. No, it actually put the Falcon in the regular category. Okay, good. Not the. When I saw one of my um, other friends do it yesterday, they it was not in there. But what you have, you have Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the attraction, sure, Flight of Passage. Oh, sure. All the top tier attractions. And what that is, an additional 20, is it additional $20 per person? It's, it's, it's per attraction based on seasonal pricing. So your price so you to ride know. it on the what? 18th of August. <laughs> okay. It's going to be different on the 24th of December. I kind of understand that Universal runs on a similar platform, but what that does is you get, you only can do two attractions a day, if I believe that's right. Two of two of I, those lightning lane yeah, attractions, like the that. like the higher end lightning lane attractions, mm-hmm. and you also cannot purchase those in advance. Is that correct? I think it's based on capacity of the day, like you said, when it scans yeah. in. I, I didn't so know, far. Where have where did you I can read schedule that? a time to arrive up to two demanded attraction each day using the lightning lane entrance? Right. So I guess you can only do it for two attractions. You That's what I'm saying. Even, That's what I just said. Twenty dollars, which, which I don't understand that per attraction Subject only to because Matt, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. If you you would have splurged, yep, and done a whole whole day. Yeah. So here's how here's how I would have schemed it if they if they didn't limit it. Yeah. And if I could pay extra twenty dollars thirty five dollars total for the day just to just have at it, it yeah. per person per ticket, I'm gonna just do my three days mm-hmm. at the parks. And go hang out at the Airbnb, and we've literally have done everything under the sun yeah. by one p.m. at every park. Time over money, if you will. Yeah, time over time yeah. money. Yeah, and but honestly, if you think about it, thirty-five dollars a person for a family of five, I mean, you're looking at that's a hundred and forty bucks. That is, that is chump change for a day. For okay. for for what? No, for what you're gonna have differences of opinions. No, 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 For what you are spending for time. For time. For what? Somebody's rich. No, no, no. I'm yeah. saying What's if you lie? go from getting <laughs> six tickets a day or for the week, okay? Yeah, okay. I see what you and mean. And you bring it down to three, okay? I know the ticket prices exponentially go down the more time you yeah. do it. However. So you might even save money that way. Yeah. One, but two, I get that you're spending four to six thousand dollars to go on a vacation, a hundred and thirty-five dollars for you to get to ride a ton of rides in a day and not have to worry about lines. That seems like chump change for the value that you're getting. So that's where I was. Yeah. That's where that's I was confused. Family, that's you're saying that's per family. Per yeah, family. for a family of four, 140 bucks. I think it all depends on how it actually works. Look, I'll be honest that my initial thoughts of this are not positive. And mainly due to, look, I'm a person who I've paid for Express Pass at Universal, a lot of trips. So in similar ways, I can go to Universal in a day and do everything. But Universal changes their Express Pass pricing every day. And I have to say, it gets really intense. 
Universal, the last time I tried, stayed or it's went demand there, based, right? Went, Essentially, and they, they they were asking two hundred and eighty dollars a person for Express Pass for the day. Now that's obviously like triple the amount to just buy a ticket to Universal for the mm-hmm. day. Now it does obviously limit capacity significantly. Your Express Pass, even at high capacity days, still you're only waiting 10, 15, 20 minutes at some of your top level attractions. I understand the demand is there. I don't necessarily love that this has been a free park, if you will, for the last 20 years, and now you're pulling a fast one. And and beyond that, it's just crazy confusing to explain. It should not Mm -hmm. take us what has been probably the last 10 or 15 minutes to just explain how it's going to work, and we still don't really know how it's going to work. And that's part of the problem whenever Disney rolls out something new, I feel like. Especially tech. Is they decide, hey, we could come up with something simple, or we could come up with something expensive. We're going to do expensive and complicated. Yeah. Like, they they tend yeah. to roll out these things with big announcements that are just so convoluted. They have It's almost like they're too smart for their own good. Like, mm-hmm. so they're in there in this room, and, like, they have some of the greatest, most innovative minds, mm-hmm. and they're like, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to recreate... Um, a supercomputer. How many times were people at the parks this past year or two with mobile ordering was a thing and it was just down? How many times and has so we any want Disney to add, app been down? Right, right. So you want to add like 500 things to this mobile app. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes, I, I know oh, what you mean. Oh, I want to, oh, I can spend $20 right now, hold my thumb down and and get a lightning pass for this ride. But like, oh nope, it's sold out, or it's just down, or right. whatever. There's like, always magic at Disney until you. There's open no the lightning app. passes for the day. Yeah, like, yeah right. what's gonna happen when that happens? When the system breaks. When the system goes down. Right, because because here is the difference. So people obviously been talking about. We never had. We didn't actually discuss on this show. We haven't done a show since the pricing of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Mm-hmm. They revealed the pricing for the lowest week of the year, which is this week, next year. You're talking about for a family of four, it's multiple thousands. I think for a family of five, it was like $6,000. And obviously, there was an uproar. Mm-hmm. I could look at that and go, well, this is an extremely limited experience. No one is really forcing your hand to do this. It, to me, that's no different than a VIP tour guide in some ways, where it's like, it's something they offer, but not a necessity to your trip. If anything, this is a separate kind of vacation. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it like a cruise, and you also have to look at it that it's probably a very low capacity. You're probably talking about it's a couple like a thousand niche people. Cruise. Yeah, and again, you're talking about who's a hardcore Star Wars mm-hmm. fan. Plus, has the, like it's it's really down the line. And the pricing, yes, wow, very expensive. I mean, you can rent out for the month if you want the Airbnb for the same for two nights. Boom, you could probably do it. You could probably do that. Uh, I did look at it differently because it didn't feel like nickel and diming because it didn't feel like anyone's hand was being forced. Like it just didn't feel like a a something that everyone has to do. It's just if you decide to opt in on it, if you have the money and you want to do it, mm-hmm. God bless you, don't care. This one feels like a service fee that essentially everyone really has to pay mm-hmm. to experience. I'll tell you right now, I will be paying it. I'm not going to say I'm not going to do it because you're right. At the end of the day, in terms of my vacation, right. $15 per day it's per too person. Low. It's too low. Is very mu- And that's why maybe it feels... Even like if it was it's a three hundred dollars like <laughs> yeah. exactly. And it's that's why tax. maybe if it was like the universal system, where it may be three hundred dollars. Right. You go, well, this is not for everyone. This is for a very specific group that can afford to do this. And if they want to offer it, offer it, just like a VIP tour guide. But this is really making 
the mass majority of the people. Again, would we have this big of an uproar if ticket pricing went up $15? Well, it this is something... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, and just everyone had it? Like, is, does it really change? This right. is the, the That's a very good point. problem, too, is like we've... I, at least, I, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I've for a long time said there should be a paid fast pass option. And so I should be the person who's like, finally, they're doing it. But instead, I'm like, what a mess. Like, this is not going to make anything easier. It's going to make mm-hmm. me less likely to try to figure it out. <laughs> because yeah. that was the My Disney Experience issue was, was always already. a problem for me. I'm like, I can't, I don't even understand this. Yeah, I, I, think think the, I, had, use, I had to run Will's account for it. I think the home Still run do. here would have been, okay, My Disney Experience rebranded, sure, we're adding the digital queue system. That's the only thing we're adding to it. Oh, and on your day, there's a certain amount of lightning passes that are unlimited for all attractions, and it's $200 a ticket, and you have the option of buying it right there. And then you're done. And that's what Universal essentially does. And you can literally just swipe over, and maybe there's a QR code that you scan to get in the lightning line, and then you're done. Sure, that's what it it will be. It will be that or an RFID thing using your phone. Yeah. Uh, For you, Matt, who already was like struggling with the fact of you liked the idea of not being tethered. Right. You did trips with no phones. Right. Now I mean I this is up. just out the window. I got my phone all the time now cuz I don't have my magic band anymore. I have to have this. It's just yeah. it's this is like a a lot. Maybe it's just more it seems like it's a lot of information at one time cuz when you really break it down like if you could be strategic with it it wouldn't be that bad but it seems like you can't really even be strategic with it. It's no, like it, it, drinking from a fire hydrant it. right it, now. Yeah, it feels like you have to do it. Yeah. To having it potentially. No, we could see we could wrong, but it feels like a forced hand to right. not it's not an option. It is a like I said a service fee, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. but but you're going to have to opt in and you're going to have to see it's like, you know, adding a $10 parking charge. You're going to just say yeah. it's not going to stop you from yeah. going. All it's of just, this is going to crash so would, much. Would like you, somebody in the comments said, this is going to, like their system's going to crash all the time, and that's exactly what's going to happen. And you're going to have well, a lot of upset people that paid money. Right. For a perk. Way more money getting. than they normally would have a year or two ago. Yeah. You know? And I think where it gets really interesting is now you're basically saying if you're staying on property, you've got to get up at 7.30 regardless of your day plans if you want any chance of getting what you want. Or if you're not on property and you can only do it when you get to the parks, you're right, basically saying the, when I when I walk through the front gate, you know, you walk under the bridge, the sign literally says, here you into the world of today and whatever. You know, here it's like, no, no, you should look at your phone so you can run into people and miss the castle when you get to Main Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the, it's, only, it's only if you're on property. If you stay in a resort, you get early access. It's yes. fine, though. I have a VPN that says I'm at the Polynesian. Boom. Yeah, there you go. So it's contact well. <laughs> Not really. He doesn't really have that. I don't you'll have that. Get, you'll get thousands of people. I know. Hey, hey. That would be that'd be pretty cool thing. See, like, even that. Like, oh, to get early access to this, you know, whatever this is. You're I have to, to stay. You have to have property, which is going to then cost you <laughs> right. another. You know? I feel like there's a uh, small business opportunity here, guys. Oh. Just live at the parks. I feel like there's you, a big business. You show up at the park every morning, 7.30 a.m., and you've got 20 phones. <laughs> you're checking everybody I'm a morning in. person. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, you just... I work 30 minutes a day. How much would it cost for you to live at Pop Century? I'm a morning person. That's oh. Great. And just log I, into everyone's account. I'm tracking with you. I mean, you're talking about $80 a day, roughly, if you between $80 and $200 a day, probably during uh, if you're an annual pass holder. 
So maybe it's more than that now. I think but back in the day, you could get it from like the lowest end would be like an $80, $90 a night to the highest end being like three or $400. So, you know, it'd probably be a lot still. Or even cheaper. I wonder if it's just Wi-Fi based and you're Buy in a, house, a van in the parking lot and you just pay the $25 parking fee. Buy a house at Golden Oak. <laughs> oh, man. We got a business opportunity. Sorry, guys. Grease is now considering He's living now... in a van in the parking lot for $25 a day. And everyone yeah, only will trust work like the first 30 minutes of the day. The rest of the time, you can just whatever. You can stay in your van in the parking lot. I live in a van down by the fake river. <laughs> I live in, yeah, down by the Seven Seas Lagoon. The jungle cruise. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Every night, I watch the... Electri- what's that called? What's the water pageant? The electric light water pageant? Boogaloo. Yeah. Electric what? boogaloo. Okay. <laughs> this is like that caller that, never mind. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know where, but okay. So I think we actually have a pretty balanced point of view here because we're not just saying it's, I don't think it's horrible to come up with new ways no. and new premium experiences. It's just when it feels, and people mm. use the term nickel and dime a lot in terms of Disney. This one feels like it. This one has that bit of, of maybe because you're right, because the price is so just, oddly nominal. It's on top of so much. Yeah, it's just like. Ticket prices have gone up and up. It's like a Ticketmaster service fee. Right? Yeah, it's like just so much is happening. It's like, oh, yeah, also. That thing you've been doing that you've taken advantage of and gotten used to and you've strategized around for 22 years, we're going to take that away. And if you want to continue doing it, it's this much more money. Right. So here's what one of our property. our listeners, Mr. Gross, this is what he had to, had to say. Because uh, he said that we're dummies and this is the comment he made. That's fair. He did. He said, Genie basically a ride attraction best route for the park, which is the free service. Genie Plus Think fast pass, basically fast pass access. Think Disneyland's max ma- or max pass model, okay? Which I've honestly have used and very confusing. Uh, and then two rides at each park will only have Lightning Lane available for individual purchase, in addition to your Disney Genie Plus. Let's not overcomplicate it. Um, First of all, your no explanation, idea sir. More complicated. More more complicated, (laughs) I think. I'm glad he gets it because he's going to ride everything he wants to ride. That's great. We will just be stuck. call that the ride of the resistance. Ride of the resistance. So now there's only two of the attractions. See, the language is so confusing because that's the first I've heard that explanation. Buy two attractions. That means only two are available. Like, will you have Tower Rock and Roller Coaster, Millennium Falcon, you know, Rise of the Resistance, or will you have just... And those adjusted price. So rise of the resistance maybe a hundred bucks. Yeah, well, Josh DeMero, in his like defense, you know, he it's wrote not, an it's article. Not his decision. I mean, I'm sure. Rob, absolutely not. This is this is this this is this, this smells of the of this of is BC. corporate corporate. Yeah, this is Bob. What and uh, that what he said was. The reason for doing this, and I and I I get this part of it right. The reason they wanted to do it is guests wanted a more spontaneous experience. And in reality, you were having to plan your Disney trip with fast passes and dining in six and twelve in, in three month increments for a trip. And so if you potentially wanted to ride those things and didn't plan your trip in advance, you weren't able to plan a trip. You weren't able to get what you wanted. You already went in knowing I'm not going to get to do what I want to do. So I'm sure that was affecting people canceling trips because they're all within the cancellation window. 
if you know you went to make your fast passes and none of the things you wanted to do, let's say you wanted to do all the big things at all the parks and none of them were an option, and you were going at peak times and you waited till thirty days before your trip, you weren't getting that option. So yeah. people wanted spontaneity. I get that because we have always said that that's been mm-hmm. sort of a bummer of the fast pass plus system was the lack of spontaneity or the ADRs being so far in advance. I just don't think this is a simple fix. It just seems way more confusing. Did you see this list somebody put in the comments? It's the rumored ride list that the rides that are going to participate. I mean, I feel like we can guess them, but yeah, you want to you try? Well, there's a couple of, I was is surprised. Is some shockers So in there? Magic Kingdom is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which was mentioned, but Space Mountain, yeah. Lightning Lane, Epcot, Ratatouille, Test Track, um, hmm. Hollywood Studios, Rise of Resistance, Slinky Dog, and then this is kind of surprising for me. It's Flight of Passage, but then the other one at Animal Kingdom is the Safari. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed the Safari, but probably the two I would have most, thought Everest. Mm. Yeah. But I probably got Everest, but yeah, I think probably the Safari is probably one of the most, and it's a no height restriction attraction. So there are some that you right. have to pay for family. each one of your kids. See, that's, to where, go. that's where See, it's like that's for me, it's kind of like, it. oh, so cool. The family rides are the ones where now like, yeah. you got to really pay in. I would be shocked if I assume Magic Kingdom, you're going to add probably Tron. And yeah, I assume on course. Epcot, you're going to add the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Every top two. And then I assume attractions will inevitably, could be years, come off that list and others take it as or demand rotating, waves. depending yeah. on seasonally. I don't so know. So you never know. Like during the summertime, you're, maybe your water rides are hopping on the lightning lane, and then during the winter, they're hopping off. I don't know. Could be so much. It's definitely not confusing, though. You're right, commenter guy. <laughs> Glad he cleared it up for us. Appreciate you. I'm all for new technology. I'm all for uh, things changing, actually, in in Disney. I think that there are huge things that have happened recently. I think, honestly, I think Fast Plus Plus was a big success. I I really did enjoy it, knowing there are major attractions that my kids were guaranteed to get on. Even my little ones, when they were little, to know, hey, I don't have to worry about an attraction like uh, Disney Junior Dance Party or whatever, Mm -hmm. live on stage, to know my kids were going to get to do that they're not looking to do the Tower of Terror. Right. They're interested in that where it's guaranteed. When those attractions, you have to wait outside in the heat. It's hot. It's brutal. I really didn't mind the Fast Pass Plus system because at least it was included and it was one step, really. Mm-hmm. It got more so, complicated over the years. And now this one, uh, not only does it feel like they're, they are adding service fee upon service fee, if you will, to make sure that everyone uses this, but Terry, it just feels... Uh, it just feels like it's going to be a mess. And I hate to say that because, obviously, I want people to go. I want to go. I'm going to use it soon whenever it rolls out. Which Do they say when it's going to roll out? Fall. You know, the the, the month of fall. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so I think December, December first. Fall. <laughs> Can the, we just the three things? Mm-hmm. Nope. The main thing that's the most interesting to me on this is zero people have confidence that this is going to work at rollout. I mean, we're all expecting this. When it rolls out when this starts that the technology is going to break we're all going to be standing and staring at our phones the other thing that is was kind of hidden in this story is two other things are changing one has already changed and that is the rider swap program Um, and the big change to the rider swap program is the rider swap for someone like logan who would have used it maybe with, with 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 he wanted to ride a ride and then take you know Riker and one of the other girls and or Amanda, now you can only take one other person with you. So you can't you can't basically double dip your kids getting a second ride somehow, which which gets weird. Um, I'm not sure the Disney I even guess- understand that. So there 
so if I let's say I'm just a parent of of two, I guess two kids. Let's say one kid is not old enough to ride. So you're saying is I couldn't then take that same kid on to do the ride with me. No, I, I would have to roll to solo. One kid. one kid per adult on the rider swap program is what he's saying. So you couldn't take two kids that could do it, and then you're, you switch with your no, wife, wait. and then she takes both kids. So Use Johnny and Lavender. So Terry, are you saying that I? Like Johnny and I go on a roller coaster, then Dawn could not ride with Johnny on the roller. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like if your kids wanted to, if you wanted to let your kids kind of get the extra ride to keep some kid from throwing a fit, you know, because because it's like if you have to sit it out, it's no big deal. But if the, you know, because it's really just the, just the swap one kid, is really but you're designed saying two kids. kids, one kid you can do. That's my understanding. Still weird. Um, and the other, how the does other that affect? Is, how is there enough? Truthfully, how is there enough demand? I've seen what a handful of people in a rider swap at one time. How does that even yeah affect it major? I just don't. I just don't think so. Unless again, at least clearly people are abusing it. But for what? Yeah. I guess because maybe the, you didn't have to rider swap and you did, so your kid got to do the ride twice. Was that the idea? You know, whatever people are doing. Uh, this? I don't know. Okay. The other thing is the Disney guest assistant passed this to Miss Changing. Where you are able, which this also seems insanity, um, is you're going to do this before you're going to have the you're going to have the option to, and during that time you can schedule your first two attractions. So if you're using the disability assistance pass program for any reason, whether immobility or, or you know one of your kids has has a, a, a learning situation. Um, you're basically going to do a video call, so you're not basically going to have to go get in line as soon as you get in guest services, which you only have to do at the beginning of your trip. You know, uh, I'm totally fine with that change. Here's why. I, people know this. I've I've used it many times for my family. I'm not going to go into details, but we've used it many times. And uh, that process is uh, it can go a lot of different ways. I've had it go very well, where a cast member is very understanding. I've had the line be very long at guest services and I've had where a cast member was not so understanding and it went south very quick and it ended up becoming this like prove that you need this for your family. And I didn't care for that very much and but they're not supposed to do that. But you know, even the ADA says you don't not supposed to do that, but you know, whatever mm. people did. So I would bet the complaints are there. I will say the last time we did it, they are they typically only add it on to your trip even as an annual pass holder they say how long are you staying you tell them and they usually say even if you're an annual pass holder they're like maybe like if you are local they're like here's a week they actually did it yeah. i think for uh six months or three months for us uh so you wouldn't have to keep going through that experience mainly maybe it was because of that so you can go ahead and schedule your first two attractions as well yes you know i'm great i think that's a great plus for people who really need it uh, and if you don't schedule the attractions before, you don't get that perk. So you you won't get that option to do that if you if you wait till the day of. You won't get two. Yeah, you won't right. get your two. You can still use the go and yeah. And the, the other the way big it works now is, is, become... is how old school fast passes works, which when you go up, they you ask for a return time. You can also do that at the little blue guest services tents, uh, yeah. and they say and, okay. And that's all going to be app based now too. Yeah, typically it's. Hey, you come back in whatever the wait time is, or something yep. similar. You know, so that's that's how it's been um, for the last couple of years. And uh, honestly, I hadn't used it much at all 
uh, with FastPass Plus. We haven't had the need. When FastPass Pass moved last year, we went back to to um, to using it because FastPass Plus essentially does the same thing, which was you could schedule your ride times and, and keep your if your kids have heat sensitivity or whatever it is. You know, there, there are many different things, uh, as Terry said. Uh, so, okay, what was the other one? Was that it? Or was there another one? Yeah, it was the guest assistance and then the, the, the rider swap. A rider swap. The rider swap change is already in place. When's the guest assistance, does they? Coming this fall. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, look, I, I'm planning my next trip. I'm supposed to be going in a couple weeks. We'll see. Uh, I know it's everyone's uh, time's a little uncertain right now. So who knows what things will look like even in a couple weeks as as we've done here on this show. It's you know maybe why we've been a little even less frequent as we used to be is because massive change. It's hard to give you tips and talk about what's happening when it seems like every episode we're like, well, here it is, something brand new. Remember we, last week? Throw that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget we said it. So yeah. uh, anything else you guys want to touch on? Oh, man. No. I just hope I can not be as confused later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll continue to, you know, as far as a tip, I'll continue to say I'm planning a trip. I've got a business uh, meeting in Orlando the first week of September. And dining reservations are more and more restaurants. Boma's, Boma, this is other big breaking news. The first Disney buffet is back. Um, but you've started to see more and more restaurants come back, which means people have been moving their dining reservations around a ton. And so if you haven't been able, if you have a trip coming up and you're already in your booking window, go ahead and double check that app super regularly and check it. Not just, don't just click dinner, but try six o'clock, try seven o'clock. Um, because often what you get is like different times. Um, Cause the app, the app is going to respond differently to different requests apparently right now. So um, definitely pay attention to that. If you're trying to make dining reservations, we also don't know what this means for park hopping, right? Like the magic uh, of the genie. And what does that mean for planning out your days in terms of park hopping? That's something we're sure we'll find out later on. We also don't know what this means for annual pass holders. Also something that we'll probably find out later on. Because we're hoping the annual passes come back on sale fairly soon. We did see Disneyland unveil their annual pass system. And it's essentially exactly the same, just with a different name. Uh, it's different tiers at different prices for different blackout dates. Uh, so I'm hoping something like that rolls out to Disney it's World soon. It seems like new names and new confusion seem to be uh, the new uh, somebody's new idea. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've kind of covered what we can cover. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to put them in the in the comments, and we'll do our best to answer them. Uh, people are asking, where does it say that you only can do two plus attractions for the fifteen? Thought it wasn't limited. I don't think. I think no. The Disney, the Genie Plus standard has all the non premier lightning attractions. I believe. Then the lightning is an additional unknown price for those top tier attractions. You could still get yeah. in a queue digitally through Genie. For you could get in the potentially you could get in the virtual queue if the virtual queue is still open. In theory, not the fast, not the lightning lane, but everything's but the, not going to have a virtual queue. At least, well, we don't. No, not by August or whatever. Right. Not, this is August, not Who's by October. Say? Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, so we're, Someone asked, we're do they know flying if we know, blind again. Do you have to buy it every day? That's also the question, too. Do we know that? I would imagine you'd have to. Uh, my my guess would be is it would be it would be per your ticket type. Yeah, based um, on you you add it to your ticket in total, or can I just I, be like? I, 
I don't think you could do that because you the, you don't have to designate the certain day, right? Like you, you just, do. You buy tickets well, right based now. On you days. Do. Yeah, I haven't gone. I haven't gone since the reservation the, system. So yeah, but who knows? We, we don't know. Truthfully, we don't know. I mean, Max Max Pass was that you. Someone said you just need it for the days you want, so I guess you can just opt in, so. if they're right. And then one person just said, "Yes, you need you buy it with every day with tickets." So what does that mean? We know now. Right. Yeah. Now, if you have to buy it for every day that you've bought I'm tickets, confused. that price gets up there quick for all your family members that you want to do that. Yeah, that's what so we're saying, Grace. Yes. Well, I know. No, I know. I was just explaining. So now that separates a lot of people from that being a standard have-to-do-it add-on. Yeah. Which would make it more expensive. I don't know. In total. I think that if, if it was a $15 add-on at Universal to have Fast Pass for everyone, everyone would do it. Mm-hmm. It's not. Sometimes it's two hundred dollars, you know. So it's not. Then that that puts a barrier. It's fifteen dollars. That doesn't feel like a barrier. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a, we'd like an extra fifteen dollars, please, for your time. All right, what else we-, we don't know, and this is one of the things Genie's actually designed to do, is is if it cuts off sales of these during a day, does it stop making this an option for people to actually get the get the get Genie Plus? Um, we don't we we don't know that. And the other thing, Genie Plus. Back, going back to what you said, Logan, is Genie the one of the original things, and, and it's been talked about since the beginning, even before this, is that Genie is basically going to tell you, "Hey, I know you have you you you'd like to ride some rides. This park is totally full, but there's all this that you could go and do right now at another park." So the Genie is going to tell you to leave the park if it's it's going to direct you all into different places. Yes, interesting. We'll see if it works. I don't want to be a pessimist on it. I hope it works. I look forward to using it, sort of. I at least will use it. I don't know if I look forward to using I think it, but I will use it. It's just frustrating because it seems like a barrage of information that's so confusing. It's just super. That's another But good layer. news is outdoors. Yeah, there you go. Masks. Hooray. No, no masks. That's what I mean. Like that's, they're being lifted. So Yeah, that's. No masks outside. So at least there's a- I feel like that. I think you are right on the money with that, though. That's exactly why they released that this week. And it's super hot. I think I, I would bet, and it's no data, I would bet 100% if I could that that is because no news would lead you to believe there's any reason to be doing right. that right now, to be adjusting it well, to no less. Well, no news. And then. Minute their actions in the past yes. year and a half or whatever. To me, it has got to be, it's 100 degrees, yeah, crazy humid in August. And they were there's saying, situations. They're, breathing seeing, on they're seeing problems, which is what I thought would eventually happen. And I, I think, I again, no data to prove that. I just feel like that's what it is. Okay, well, I got to wrap this up. And I appreciate y'all sitting down chatting with us. Woo. That was a nice woo. Woo. <laughs> Any plugs? Hey, um, what? <laughs> I was going to say our hey. Patreon, but I was going to say go to YouTube.com slash the podcast. That's what Disney says. YouTube.com slash the podcast and subscribe. We'd appreciate it. We did a fun thing on Monday where we um, mixed whiskey with Coors beer. Right. Mm. We call that a fun treon. Yeah, fun treon. Mm. Yeah. I don't get that. Me either. It's a fun right. thing on Patreon. Or is this on YouTube? No, that was just on YouTube in general. I didn't we watch that, that one. We gave that to the people for free. Yeah. 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 It was a $15 add-on. <laughs> you only get two, though. Yeah. You only you only get Will, <laughs> you only get will degrees. No, no, no other bonus people. You get $7 a person split up. Hey, pretty good. Not bad. Look, the math isn't there. $750. Okay, whatever. 
Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. Continue. What's eight plus eight? Sixteen. What's seven plus seven? Fourteen. Okay, so you take the Patreon fee. I was right. Never mind. Matt, you got anything to promote? Nothing. Not a thing. Soon there'll be something. Soon, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard rumors. Oh, rumors. It's a good album. Yeah, that'll be fun. Rumors. It's a Fleetwood Mac album. We'll see what happens. Terry. Uh, the thing dot live. Care to elaborate? <laughs> no, I mean I was just. <laughs> math got so confusing with with seven and a half and fifteen and eighteen. I I didn't want to add any confusion. I'd love to have you guys join me at the thing uh, this November. Uh, the thing dot live. You yep. can get tickets there to join us in person. Very cool. All right. For me, obviously, if you're looking for a place to stay off property. I've got a great one for you. It's the world-famous Airbnb. We do have some openings right now in August and September. Again, slow times. If you want to go, look, this would be a good time. Uh, Reach out to me. Contact me directly at Airbnb.com. And then we obviously have some dates open in the fall, in the winter. Next year is starting to fill up. So if you're looking for a great place to stay at an affordable price, check out Airbnb.com and reach out directly to me. Uh, Again, right now, not a ton of restrictions. We are doing some week-long restrictions for certain holidays. But other than that... We're wide open. Come join us. All right, Airbnb.com. Until next time, we'll see you. Oh, I'm Logan Secular. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the Grease. We'll see you on the next show. <laughs>